You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Because when you're producing content for people to, to consume, you're thinking of it from a different aspect as far as, I'm going to just get on here and, and scroll today. Or I'm going to just get on here and talk about whatever new show everybody's talking about. I'm talking about House of Dragons. <laughs> or, you know, it's like, it's a different mindset. Yeah. And I'm talking about social media right now, but when people get into a producer mindset, you think differently than 90-something percent of people anyways about everything it is because you're producing everything or you're thinking of how you can produce something. It's a mm -hmm. totally different totally different mindset. Yo, what up? Right now I'm out ATVing in the rainforest with a group of high-level entrepreneurs. I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur. My mentor, Nehemiah Davis, eight-figure entrepreneur. Listen to me, y'all. And I don't even want to put him in a box. I know you teach 99 ways how to get into real estate, how to use OPM, but this man is going to teach y'all just entrepreneurship, period. How to get in the game, stay in the game, and get that six and seven figures, man. This man constantly investing in himself, putting himself in rooms. This is why he's on that next level. This is why he's been making this uh, type of impact for so many years. But now that man coming out and helping y'all do it. So I'm, when Blake said, yo, I'm about to go crazy, I said, I, I'm looking at it. So listen, if y'all interested, getting your money right, right, getting your time back, and be able to scale and grow your businesses, Ask the CEO, Blake, don't, I'm telling y'all, don't even look, don't look nowhere else. When you told me the 99 ways, though, Pete, this, I never heard nobody say 99 ways. Right. I heard about one. You heard a couple. Two, three, four, five, max. 99? 99. <laughs> yeah, okay. Y'all tripping y'all. But hey. I really don't, 99 ways? It's impossible to fail. Most important thing y'all can do, get in the room. Welcome to another episode of It's Crowded at the Top. I'm your host, Aston CEO. Shout out to the voice of God on the other end. Yeah. And, uh, man, somebody asked me the other day, too. They, um, somebody asked me some question that was like, it was like a who question. They were asking who does something. And, the, and he's like, uh, well, does the voice of God do that? I was like, the voice of God does that. <laughs> somebody in my somebody in my community. If y'all don't know that we got a we got a, a community of hundreds of like-minded individuals, all entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs, um, get weekly training from myself and other six, seven, and eight-figure entrepreneurs, plus a whole bunch of courses. People they're networking with each other, they're holding each other accountable. They're um, I saw some members today, they're forming an accountability group in, in real estate. I was like, all right, that's dope. Mm. But um, it's less than a dollar a day, so check it out. The link's somewhere here. 
somewhere in the description or, or text the words I'm in to 859-605-3297. But last Wednesday, he was asking me something. Mm -hmm. And he was like, uh, I said, uh, nah, my guy, my guy that helps me uh, with my videos and the podcast, he's like, oh, yeah, the voice of God, right? I was like, yeah. <laughs> So shout out to the voice of God, man. Hey, you know man. Out here. Hey, man. Oh, look, don't, don't let me at, be at a drive through and somebody <laughs> be like, hey, hey, I, <laughs> I recognize that voice, man. <laughs> and it's fitting, fitting, fitting title, the voice of God. You don't even see the face, hey. but you feel him. Hey, I like that, man. And, and you know him. I like that. Uh, I'm, I'm happy but, with that. But, uh, Speaking, staying on that same subject, bro, you a munch. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, you know why I'm laughing? So, I'm laughing so hard because like two nights ago, I was go post on Instagram about how, hey, y'all used to be happy to be munches. Don't be mad now because it's a song out about y'all. <laughs> Nah, I'm just saying. I saw you post something. I saw you post something on the gram, and it had that song in the background. I was like, "Oh yeah." I, I feel like I know why you did it, but I was like, "That's a that's a odd that's a odd song selection." Well, one, I actually like the song. One, and then two. Okay, it was a cheat code for the day on the reel. <laughs> like, yeah, because it's a trending sound. Yeah, so that's why that's why I figured because I I hit the sound. And I saw the arrow going up, and that means it's trending. Mm -hmm. For for people that don't know, if you any reel that you see, you can hit the sound, and when you hit the sound, it'll show everybody else that's used that sound, and it'll either have a musical note or an arrow pointing up. Mm -hmm. If the arrow's pointing up, that means that the sound is trending. Mm -hmm. So if you want to drive more engagement to your post, you want to use a trending sound. That's why all of the content creators, you, you're constantly hearing the same songs over and over and over again because they're playing those algorithm games and using the trending sounds on their stuff. And then they want to have, uh, uh, so all those videos where they're not talking and they're just pointing at words and all that <laughs> type of stuff, a lot of them have the same song because mm -hmm. they're, they're driving engagement to it by using the trending sound. That's why one of my reels got picked up like crazy because the tram was trending. Mm -hmm. So like so many people was using it. I was like, oh, look at these people using my stuff, <laughs> using my voice. <laughs> I posted but, a joint today. Somebody used the audio. I was like, hey, let's go. <laughs> using using uh, my audio or one of yours? One of mine. It's I dope, got, right? Yeah, I got The hype. first one. I got hype. Well, now nah, that's the that's the second time that's happened. Ah, oh, all right. Yeah, that's the second time it happened. Well, it was the first time where it was so fast. Like today, I posted it, and then like fifteen minutes later, the reel was going crazy, and then somebody had used it. I was like, "Hey, let's go." <laughs> yeah. But it but it be it be uh it be like cool and exciting at first, and then after a while, it just be like. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like that sucks. That it's like you only get that first time feeling, like about anything. 
Yeah, yeah, anything in life, for sure. You only get that first time feeling one time. Because I remember I remember my joint that was going crazy. Meek Mill posted it. Mm-hmm. And, and I know you know of my history of, like, how much of a big Meek fan I used to be. Mm-hmm. Still am, but, like, heavy, heavy. You he was like, bro, Meek posted your stuff. <laughs> and I was like... I was like, yeah, I saw. He's like, I know you hype. And I just read the text because I was like, I ain't even going to kill his excitement for me right now because I was just like, that's what's up. <laughs> I wasn't excited at all. I just was like, wow, these people in my comments tagging tagging Meek. Yeah. Like, thanks, Meek, or Meek sent me. I'm like, what? I go on his page. He, he had reposted. I was like, ah, that's what's up. <laughs> I'm reading your text. You over here like, bro, I know you hype. I know what meat means and the music and how you used to, when you on your grind and hustling, you be listening to me. I know you over a geek. Awesome. Bro, I was over here bouncing off the wall. <laughs> like, and you know, I ain't even excitable. I was over here bouncing off the wall. And then you told me, you yeah, was, was like, yeah, I was like, you know, yeah. I was like, really? Yeah, I was like, it's, I was like, it's what's up. <laughs> oh, like, what? That's funny, dog. But I mean, yeah, I mean, that's inevitable, though. That's inevitable. Yeah. I was, I was watching something Drake was talking about. Um, he was giving like musical artists advice. Mm. Uh, they asked him something. What would you tell a new, a new act or something? He was like, when you have that moment of like. Uh, when you first start to get a fan base and people start to discover your music, he was like, live in that song because you only get that new artist just discovered you once and it, mm-hmm. it never comes back. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember like when I, I remember it felt good when I first heard about Drake before he was like, Drake. Because mm-hmm. when I first got up on Drake, it's still like a lot of people didn't know who Drake was. Yeah. And he's like, you're not gonna get he's like, you're not gonna get that again. And it's real. That's real. And that and that's very rare now to just period with the way music is now to like get that something that you heard that nobody else is up on. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I'm getting that feeling with Simba. Cause he got a little push. Mm. He's getting a little bigger, getting getting better looks. And I remember when I first ter- told you and uh, some of my other friends about Simba, I was like, "Yo, Simba, dude." Yeah. Then LeBron posted their freestyle, like, "Yo, Simba." I was like, "God, it's happening! It's happening for Simba." <laughs> then, <laughs> then COVID hit. And then, for those who don't know, Blake prides himself on being the first. <laughs> Not now, not now. Not I no used more. to. That that nah, that now. excitement is has wavered as well, huh? <laughs> because it's not the same no more. Yeah. Because the only thing the only thing that I really would be like that on would be like music. Yeah, I know. Because you put me, you put me on everybody damn near like, like I I definitely give you the K dot credit. Definitely give you the weekend credit. I might even give you Frank Ocean credit. And who was Janae? Janae. Even though I'm not all the way tapped into Simba, you was the first person to send me anything Simba. 
Send me a freestyle. Like a LA Leakers joint. Shoot, probably Big Sean too. Nah, I was on Big Sean. Cause I was you looking, wasn't on Finally you wasn't on the Finally Famous joints. I was, because them came out before you was at seven. Oh. Mm-hmm. Back when we was burning CDs. <laughs> I I got on Big Sean. I didn't hear one or two, but three. Finally Famous three when I got on Sean. Mm. But yeah, it, it would be music, bro. Cause in my free time, I used to, um, I really used to like scour the internet looking for new stuff. Mm-hmm. Nip. Nip. You know, I found out about Nipsey when we was in college on your computer because you was out. Everybody was gone. I was like, dang, I didn't get the invite this Friday <laughs> night. <laughs> I'm the only person on both sides of the dorm. Cause in college, the basketball team, they gave us like a corner of the dorm. And it's like these two suites was just basketball play. Mm-hmm. Nobody was on either side. Man, I was I, like, dang. I wish I knew what night that was. I know it was a weekend. It was a Friday or a Saturday. Or I won't say nobody. The people, the one or two people that were there, I was like, I'm not about to. <laughs> you can probably think of at least one of the people. You could probably think of two, two of them if you. I ain't going to say no names, but you can you can probably figure out quickly who the two were. Yeah, I, I, I know for sure one. I know for sure one. <laughs> yeah, and the other one, the, the other one you came up with a joke, a joke about that was like hilarious. That involved the, uh, I ain't going to get yeah, too you many got, hints yeah, just you in gotta, case they. Yeah, you got you to gotta let me know after, after we stop recording. <laughs> Yeah, but but I remember that night though. I was just looking, and I was on World Star, and oh, I know a, you talking about. A, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a. <laughs> but that night I was on I was on World Star, and it was a, a it was a a clip, and it was Nipsey, but he he had his braids like down like mm, this. Mm-hmm. Like he might have had. Joint. He probably had, might have only had like four braids, mm-hmm. nappy looking braids too. Like they weren't fresh. Like two back here, two back here, six, but they was hanging down. He was in a wife beater, skinny. This this early nip, so I ain't no beard. Mm-hmm. Just got a skinny mustache, a little bit of hair on the chin, and it wasn't a song neither. It was just like just showing where this dude from, and mm-hmm. you seeing the ghetto birds in the. In the sky, I don't know ghetto birds. Mm-hmm. Helicopters, <laughs> seeing helicopters in the sky. It's this dramatic music, and it's basically like Nipsey Hussle is off the streets. <laughs> like what? Yeah. And then some little kid come and Nip sitting in the car and Nip giving them some some advice. Like. The boys made a decision. He doing some stuff out in the streets, and they give him some best street advice at the time for mm-hmm. what he was doing. And I was like, "What is it?" But and that made me go listen to the music because I'm like, "Man, what is this dude? Let me go see." And at the mm-hmm. time, Bullets ain't got no name. Volume two was up, so that's when I got introduced to Nip. Mm-hmm. Bullets ain't got no name. Volume two. It was a, a three part mixtape series. 
I think I might have listened to maybe two or three songs from that whole series. He got this song called Piss Poor. That's what did it for me. Mm. And that's not even like a nip classic. Like, yeah. That ain't going to be on no essential playlist. Or... <laughs> yeah. That ain't going to be on nothing. Like, because he got this lyric. And it and it got a feature on it too of some dude that I don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. Like Nip only Nip only uh he might only have one verse on there. Nah, he got two verses. But the last the last thing that he said, how the verse go? It starts off like impossible odds. Every boss take a loss. Did I live for my people and I die for my squad? I come from the struggle. I was brought up to hustle. Me and my mama and my granny and my big brother. My uncle Reggie smoked dope, but we still love him. He pawned my granny. Nah. Uh, he said, my uncle Reggie smoked dope. Yeah, my uncle Reggie smoked dope, and we still love him. He pawned my granny wedding ring, and she still trusts him. If I ruled the world, I wouldn't change nothing. I thank the Lord for my struggle because I came from it. Hustle. Mm. That short... That's what did it. I was yeah. like, quick, like eight bars, one yoga. And then when he says hustle, the, the hook come back and poop, 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 piss poor from the hood, but I blew. Now, uh, now I push six fours up and down, cream shore, piss poor from the hood, but I blew. But it ain't even like he was killing it or nothing. Yeah, it was just. It, that one resonated. That was the one. Yeah, and I like, you know, me, all my favorite rappers, I call it reality rap. Mm-hmm. So it'd it be like stuff that I personally can relate to. Mm-hmm. So it's stuff in that small little thing I can relate to. Same people, different type of story. Yeah. I got an uncle by the same name that had done some stuff. Similar to what he said in that little bitty thing. Mm-hmm. And then other stuff, I was like... All right. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle, I like him. Yeah. And I started listening to him and I'm 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 banging Nip. And then we had a teammate from LA. He was like, Yeah, he he's never gonna make it though. <laughs> I was like, why? He's like, cause he's he's really he's like he's not against the rapper. He's like, oh he's like, these rappers, they rap about stuff. He's in it. Yeah. I was like, man, that sounds good. He got shot. He's like, no, you don't understand. You don't understand the politics of L.A., bro. Like, he's he's in it. Mm. And as my my fandom of Nip, it, it was a slow walk to get to where he got through to, to that victory lap album because of a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So, it was just cool to see. But... Well, man, I, I just had something on my mind that I just I thought about this the other day too, and I'm wondering if anybody knows the answer. Please let me know. Who owns the Bible? Because they getting paid. <laughs> Who owns the Bible, <laughs> bro? The Bible is getting printed every. There's so many copies of the Bible. So there's so many, many versions. versions of the Bible. Yeah, so many versions. Who who owns the Bible and who is getting that money? 
Why don't nobody ask? Probably something like the Vatican or something. Like, I be feeling like the Vatican own everything. And why they get the rights to it? Because they the Vatican. <laughs> the most gangsterous <laughs> organization on this planet that nobody talk about. And we even got to go too deep into it. You know what I'm saying? Just... I'm like, who owned the Bible? Bro, think about how much money the Bible has generated. Oh, man. It probably can't even account for it. I wonder if there's like a, like you said, like if somebody like really owns like the rights and for every Bible that get printed, like a a, a percentage of something got to go to. Say, but somebody owns, somebody owns everything. So somebody has to own it or else they couldn't produce it. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't, yeah, I gotta gotta hop in the uh, like just just somebody just somebody somewhere would just make spend their own money to make something and not get nothing for it. Like, hey, yo, you work entirely too hard to make entirely too little of income, and that would instantly change for you if you just had a digital product. Now, the great thing about digital products is that you only have to do the work one time and you can literally get paid forever. Now most people they work 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 and then they get paid. But with digital products, you do the work once and then you get paid, get paid, get paid, get paid, get paid, get paid, pay, 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 pay. Now go ahead, click the link and come join me over the next five days where I show you how to take your own intellectual property and monetize your genius by turning it into a digital asset over these next five days i'm going to share with you all the tips tools strategies secrets and systems to monetize your own ip to monetize your own intellectual property now i highly suggest that you get a vip option because if you're the best why not get the best plus it's 50 percent off right now i see you on the challenge i think if people really started the question who who owns that might cause some problems mm -hmm. probably somewhere people start coming up missing Oh, but just think, just think, bro. That's got to be the 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 world's best seller. Oh yeah, for sure. For why sure. ain't on, why it ain't on no New York best time seller list? Mm. Probably the same reason why the Saudis are, are never on the Forbes list. I think that's because that. Do you think the Saudis don't want to be on it? Or or Forbes don't want them on it. I think that it it wouldn't even be entertaining to put their net worth on there and then have like uh, Elon after, <laughs> like like because I feel like their yeah. family, you know what I'm saying, is like worth like a yeah. hundred trillion dollars or something crazy. So it wouldn't even be like what's the you point know of people doing don't that? you know people don't know that. Like people don't know that the Saudis aren't on the Forbes list and all this stuff. Mm. Like people really think that those rankings that Forbes puts on stuff are like true because Forbes yeah, said right. Yeah, really, really believe in that. Like Elon is the richest man in the world. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> Even if he is. You don't think these other these people in in the Emirates is is number th number three, two, four? Oh yeah, for sure. Like for sure. Like come on, film. They own they own oil, which is basically like owning water. Mm -hmm. 
Imagine if you owned the, the water. What you own? Water. Like, like think, like think about that though, bro. Yeah. Oh, oh, how'd you, how'd you get, how'd he get his money? How'd he get his fortune? What, what you own? Water. <laughs> Four oceans. <laughs> water. No, no, don't even say, don't even say which. Like, just water. I don't own this. I don't own the water over there. I don't own the water over here. I, water. Just water. What you own? Oil. And I can say water because it basically is water. They drill down deep enough in water and get the oil. So it's like, come on, man. I'll, Forbes list. <laughs> oh, water. And I was thinking if it was a thing of if they didn't want to be seen or not. Over there, if the Saudis didn't want to be seen, but I'm like, nah, they do like attention mm-hmm. because their lifestyle that they live are very flam. Is flamboyant the proper word to use? Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It's very, it's very. Look at me. It's very crazy exotic cars, exotic animals for pets. Exotic animals uh, in the exotic cars. <laughs> yeah. Like, pet crazy. cheetahs. Yeah. Um, when the celebrities from over here go over there, they go to their houses and stuff. Like, so they, they don't mind being known. Like, Kevin Hart will go over there and come back, and I'll hear him on an interview talk about how he was some prince of whatever's house or, uh, uh, whatever rapper talk about going on tour and they over there and all this stuff is told or Lil Wayne talk about how the dude gave him a Lamborghini truck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it on? Drink Champs? Yeah. He's like, he did something and dude was like, pick a car of your choice. He's like, I want a Lamborghini truck. He's like, what color? Black. Like, you'll have it, you'll have it soon as you get back to Miami. He, Wayne thought dude was just capping Yep. He get to a crib, Lamborghini, black Lamborghini truck. You know he ended up giving it to Skip Bayless. Like the Lamborghini? Yeah. Because Wayne moved and forgot the car. And he just told Skip he can have it. <laughs> How does that work as far as transferring title and stuff? I don't know. Because <laughs> I just wonder, because I've heard stories like that. Like, I've heard stories of Iverson. Iverson couldn't find it. He forgot where his Rolls Royce was parked, so he just told the dudes he, he keep it. No, mm. uh, no. Nah, nah. I went. I heard that he he didn't remember where he parked it, so he went and just bought another one instead of looking for the car. Then I heard another time where uh, some teammate like like man, I, man, that's cars. I like that car. And Iverson throwing the keys was like, you can have it. Mm. That's legend right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they that's why they said they um whoever negotiated his Reebok deal put that clause in there to where he get forty or fifty million when he turned what fifty years old or forty five so. years old yeah. or something. Yeah. Because of that they said he Iverson had like millions in trash bags at the crib. Some oh. like some trash bags came up missing. For what? Like he just mentality and mentality and environment. 
I know people that keep I know people that keep hundreds of thousands of dollars in the crib. Yeah, me me too, but I'm talking about like Iverson. I'm talking about people I'm talking about people that's living legal lives. Mm. Like, yeah, I know the other side of it too, but I I know people that's that's legal. Hundred thousand at the crib. 80,000 at the crib. Yeah. And they not living no rapper looking lifestyle, nothing. They just regular working people. Yeah, I've I've always aspired to have a, a nice safe with with a bunch of money in it. No but, safe. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they own. <laughs> Oh no! It's exposure. Just, it just even, even these other, even people that's not living a legal life. I know these people. They ain't got safes in their crib. Stuff ain't in the safe. Yeah. Stuff be in a shoebox. Yeah, stuff be in stuff. Stuff will be in a, a a cereal box or something like. Yeah, I want. I want a safe. Like I know, like- I know somebody. I know somebody. I know somebody that probably, at the time, they probably had like fifty thousand dollars in a saltine cracker box. <laughs> the the white and blue joint, the classic joint. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm. This is this is real life. That's what I'm saying. It, it's a <laughs> it's a mentality and environment thing because you yeah. come from a certain place. You don't trust the banks, or you've been through certain certain stuff and you had money in a bank account and somebody came and took your money out your bank account, you don't want your money in the bank account no more. Mm. So use Iverson, for example, if he's been around street dudes and, you know, just traditionally black people don't trust, just don't trust banks, just period. Right. You have an old, you have an old person is. 87 years old with just money all around the house everywhere. That's why when people be passing away, one of my homeboys, he bought a crib. He was uh, doing a rehab on a house. They opened up the wall. Like $40,000 was in the wall. Mm. That's some old person that don't trust the bank putting the money somewhere safe, but they don't tell their family where the money's at. Right. And when that happens, they get to keep the bread, huh? Yeah, it's his house. Yeah. You buy it as is. And it says in the contract, as is. Mm. He told me that story. That's why I started looking through every wholesale deal I had. I started looking. Like, I couldn't open up the walls and stuff, but I was looking. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what? You found 40000 in the wall? Like, I'm, I'm looking through these crews first. <laughs> he going through that thing, knocking... Seeing if anything hollow. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one. That's one. And if people want to fact check me, like I always say, there's no cap in my rap. If, if somebody wants to go back far enough, this is probably. If you go on my IG, this is probably 2019. I'm in the house and I'm like giving people game. I'm holding the phone and I'm. Uh, I used to have a, something called Minute Mondays. I gave game. Every single Monday, and this particular minute Monday, I was in one of my deals that I was, was working, 
And I'm looking through the house. I'm like, yo, y'all can find stuff in these houses that are of value. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is what I found in this house. It was a pistol. It was a, I found a pistol. I found a, a gold chain and and some vibrators. <laughs> So I was like, I'm going I'm to leave, leave the pistol. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. I'm leaving That's the pistol. I'm leaving the, I'm leaving the vibrators. And I, and I was pretty sure the chain was fake, but I'm like, I'm going to just take it just in case. Yeah, you never know. You never know. And there was, a, there was a piano in there. I was like, I guess I could, if I wanted to, take the piano and sell it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, nah. Well, I wouldn't have got it. I would have paid somebody to come, yeah, for sure. to come and get it. But I was like, nah. So whatever. My pops would have been like, nah, we're going to take that gun. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> nah, I'm cool. No. Ain't no telling, ain't no telling what's on it. Ain't no telling it, who's on that gun. That gun could have some bodies on it. Exactly. So I'm like, I was like, nah, I ain't taking that. But... But speaking of, uh, of how I was talking about Wayne, it's Wayne's birthday today. Mm-hmm. As of today, on the date that we're filming this, it's September the 27th. Wayne's birthday. And I was thinking, and I've been listening to nothing but all I listened to was Wayne today. Like I had a bunch of errands around. And I've gotten to the point now, I'm really going to be listening to music in the car. I'm usually like audio book and a podcast and it. Or interview, but I was listening to Wayne, and it was, I was like, man. <laughs> I was like, man, Wayne is, Wayne is something. Yeah. Like, great. Yeah. Like, something great. And I was just, and it was just bringing back memories of just, like, songs bring back memories of, of life. Mm-hmm. For me, mm-hmm. so I'm just remembering where I was in life when these songs was hitting, mm-hmm. and he got this song called "I Me," and yeah. and I was like, "Dang, I Me" was was a super grind level in life, and mm-hmm. I Me was like the soundtrack to get through some of the grind. Mm-hmm. That was that though, right? Mm-mm. No. I me came out. I was in. Nah, it's before that. Mm. I don't know about when it might have actually released, but the first time I heard it, because he put it on some mixtape later. Yeah. I heard it. It wasn't on nothing. So much Wayne stuff would just come out that they was yeah. like, oh, you might have been an issue. I wasn't. Because he, he the, performed the time the, frame uh, is there. Because. Cause you know I was only there at SU for two years, so you was yeah. at SU. Yeah. And he he performed so, yeah. it on the award show, right? Like, like for the first time. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's when he was on his run. But I heard it before that. Mm-hmm. 
because it was just like you just hear Wayne stuff all the time. Like yeah. if people if people can remember the time frame when Carter Three came out, because that was supposed to be like Wayne's at his peak. Like this is like I'm I'm I am the superstar. He's the biggest thing in music. Carter Three was like supposed to be. That's why he knew them. He knew he was gonna do the Millie first week. That's why they did the song of Millie and stuff. Like it was like mm-hmm. Carter Three leaked so many times <laughs> that they had to keep changing the album. Yeah. That songs that I'm listening to is saying the uh Carter. The Carter. But it's like, oh, this was supposed to be on the Carter. But everybody not heard it, so they just keep on changing it and kept changing it. I'm like, and he has that many great songs to where they could keep on changing. Right, right. Because he got a mixtape series called The Drought. And some of them songs on The Drought, too, I feel like he, like you can hear them. I don't know what the, the things is called in the in the actual musical term, but like when he's just talking, like in the background of the beat, he's like the Carter, and he's like drought, <laughs> the Carter, <laughs> drought. Which one was better, drought two or drought three? I don't even, I don't even remember. Drought. I just remember there was one. There was one. I feel like the first only thing I can really remember off of the drought, and I feel like it was the first drought. He had like something similar to the first Carter. And well really shoot, maybe he had it on the Carter Four too. I can't remember, but it was like, think of the first Carter. He he walked you through the Carter mm-hmm. at the beginning, in the middle, and at the end with the same beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the drought, he had something similar with the same beat, and I just remember messing with those mm. songs. Yeah, because yeah. I remember. Let me put my seven and a halfs in this mother effer. I'm in this mother effer. Hot up in this. I don't care who not up in this mother effer. Fuck boy, get shot up in this mother effer. Pop up in this mother. Slide off in this. Call a doctor in this mother. How can one human be so sick, immune to your chick? I move through the club, the tool on my hip. Watch how me deck me out. The strap might go off, but but I'm gonna take it back to you. Like that's the that's the whatever it was. I just remember I was like, dang. But but Wayne Wayne was one of the first people, and I tell people that I have mentors from afar. Like a lot of people, they think that they. In order to have a mentor, it has to be somebody mm-hmm. that you have personal access to. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, you can learn from so many people by just looking at that demonstration. And I talked about this on social media one time, and everybody in my comments, this is one post that went viral, and everybody in the comments was like, no, you don't have to, you can be lazy and still be a fan of somebody. <laughs> oh, it just hit me. That's like, why you posted that joint today, because of Wayne's birthday. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I reposted. I forgot I yeah. did. I reposted it again, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. these people are defending. Everybody in the comments of that post were defending their laziness mm-hmm. because they got offended because they were like, "I'm fans of certain people, and I don't do what they do. Mm-hmm. This is my release. 
which I do understand that people do listen to music for a release or mm. people have things to to escape the world. Right. You don't want to think about what it is that you're going through right now. But I'm like, I used to be like that. I'm not like that anymore. I don't want to escape my life. Let's do something to whereas I don't feel as if I have to escape nothing. Man. That's why I like some people drink. People drink. Some people drink to escape. Yeah. Escape. Whatever they're yeah. going through at the time. Mm-hmm. Versus if I have a drink, it's because I just want to sit there and have a drink. I want to sit, maybe have a good conversation, enjoy a football game. Or a lot of times when I drink now, it'd be whatever pairs well with my with my dinner. Mm-hmm. Because you know I eat out all the time. Yeah, that's so that's, that's grown folk talk right there for the listeners. What, yeah, I know this. I know this. Well. I know this. I know that. I know that my Pinot Noir is not gonna go well with my with my Branzino. Right. So let me. So let me get. Uh, maybe the the Pinot Grigio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, a lot yeah, of people, yeah, this, nah, this, yeah, this ain't this ain't school. fish stick talk, yeah. School, school. <laughs> this ain't, this ain't fish stick talk. Hey, this ain't this ain't beer battered over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? This ain't catfish. <laughs> you know, some people oh, ketchup man. mustard. <laughs> But it's funny though, like people really don't be knowing that though. Like people really don't know. They don't understand that that it really makes Yeah, a or or you know my or you know my my liquor of choice is tequila. Preferably in Yeho. But I but I know that on my steak Sundays, yeah, I could have I could have an Inejo neat with my steak. But I'm like, I would rather prepare, I would rather have a, a old fashioned. With my steak on Sundays, because mm-hmm. the bourbon pair pair well with the steak. Or then I would do a red like a, I like Pinot Noir yeah. that would go good with a steak or something. Or or even or even just if I'm at uh I don't eat burgers that often, but if I'm having a burger, depending on where I'm getting the burger from and like what type of burger it is, the a beer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be like stuff that goes with yeah, for sure. With the with, with the meal, for sure, for sure. That's when my homie last week I got a I got a, a Mexican mule because it it went well with the with the uh, just tacos. Not a bang bang shrimp. You you would love you would love bang oh, bang shrimp, bro. Talking about uh from from a uh, long one. Nah. They better. Oh, it's the rest. Oh, for real. Cause them shrimps hard. I think nah, they the, uh, firecracker shrimps or something. Nah, these is uh uh you ever been to Bonefish? Bonefish Grill is the name of it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I ain't saying Bonefish is the best restaurant, but they I feel like Bonefish has one of the best appetizers. The bang bang shrimp. Mm-hmm. I'm like I wanted a bang bang shrimp. The the uh, a tequila mule goes good with that. Yeah. So you know I'm grown out here, man. It ain't, it ain't all about it. Ain't all about getting getting fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
But it just made me think of that the punch I used to make for them kickbacks. Just a terrible concoction, bro. <laughs> nah, if I if I go out to eat, if, if anybody ever sees me dining in and eating, I'm I'm having two drinks with my dinner. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. Once that third drink comes in, I, I might not. In, I might. It, it, <laughs> we might have another destination. <laughs> that's how that's how it typically works. I bite somebody dinner with me. I get if I'm by myself, I'm getting two. That other person comes, and it might be the three or the four, and then they'd be like, "Man, what you try to do?" Yeah, yeah. What's next? <laughs> What's next? What's next? End up in a random spot on a random day. Cool. Or some of them Mondays, I call you about some stuff. It'd be because I had that third old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, man. <laughs> but 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 with the but with the mentor with the mentor stuff though I was saying you how you can how you can learn from people from afar. Wayne's one of the first people that taught me work ethic. Mm. Because Wayne works. Yeah, for sure. Like like when Wayne when Wayne got on, like I know he was always known, but when he became the one. Yeah. When he became best rapper alive, when he became, in a lot of people's eyes, the GOAT, mm-hmm. you could see the work. There's no way that he could put out that much music on top of how much music was just leaking un- right. unauthorized if right. he's not in that studio every day working. Yeah. And I And I saw that demonstration. I'm like, Man, Wayne, Wayne working. Let me, I can put. Let me put the game down right now and go get to work. Mm. Like that used to be a question I would ask myself: Is Wayne playing video games right now? Wayne ain't even listening to his own music. <laughs> I'd be like, nah. I'm like, nah. Wayne, Wayne probably in the studio. Well, let me go. Let me go in the studio. Then I watch a Wayne interview, and he be talking about. They asking him all stuff that he do. He be like. I'm in the studio. Mm-hmm. And then the clip started to come out when Young Money, before what Young Money turned into, when Young Money had currency in it. And them and they on the bus. Mm-hmm. They on the bus on tour, going to different shows and stuff. Wayne recording on the bus. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, he working. And then that documentary came out. Unauthorized, some more unauthorized stuff, because mm-hmm. that he ain't want that out. And Wayne, when Wayne get off of the bus, Wayne does the show. Before the show, Wayne's on the bus record. They get to the show, Wayne does the show more work. They get done with the show, Wayne's on the bus recording. They get to the hotel, Wayne un untakes the the suitcase. It's the microphone, and he's setting up the microphone stand. Then he working. And I was like, all right, Wayne well, working. I mean, yeah. Did I did I really do enough today? That's why I'd be like, ain't no ain't no ain't no work life balance. I, I don't I don't I don't see the work life balance. I see the work life balance. It's not true. The only people the only the only people that are focused on a work life balance are broke. Mm. 
That's the only people. The only people you hear talking about a work-life balance of people that aren't making the amount of income that they want to make. Mm. And they're worried about work-life balance because they're not doing something that they want to do also. So they feel like they're spending too much time doing something that they don't want to do. Right, right. And they're thinking about the work-life balance. Bro, I don't know nobody that's out here getting to it talking about a balance. Right. No, nobody. Nobody in my circle talking about no looking for a balance. None of my mentors are talking about no balance. Nobody that I that I look at from afar. I never hear them in any interviews talking about balance. Man. It's like whoever's in their life, they understand this is what it is. And this mm-hmm. is what comes with it. But balance, nah, if you want if you want win, it, it ain't no balance to it. You always yeah, gonna be yeah. out of you always gonna be out of balance. So if it's if you do choose to take uh take some some time off of getting it and put more emphasis on the the uh the family or the personal life, you're gonna be out of balance. Like something's gonna fall off. But you have to choose that. But it ain't no... And I don't even get that. Why do you, I want balance? I want work-life balance. <laughs> if something is at... If, if something is at balance, do people understand the scale is at zero? Everybody, Everybody's goal is to get to zero. Do you... I've just noticed that everybody's goal is to get to zero. I want work-life balance. Scales is zero. Cool. You want to get to zero. I want to get out of debt. Debt is zero. You're fighting to get to zero. Why is everybody fighting to get to the bottom? Everybody's goal is, not everybody, but majority of people's goal, they fighting to get to zero. You you fighting to get to the bottom. Mm. I want some numbers on the board. Man, that's real. All I can now, hear I ain't saying is, is, is Dion. He's like, oh, this profile right here. Thank you, God, for sending me this message. <laughs> Thank you, God, for giving me this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this profile right here. Now that's real. But for real, the the way the way that the way that everybody's been uh Everybody in the matrix, if they if they just if they just took the which pill was it, bro? Was it the red or the blue that Neo took? I, I never remembered. <laughs> I never remembered which pill it was. If if you take the proper pill <laughs> and just step out of the matrix for a second, you can see the stuff for what it is. And it's like, okay, everybody's been brainwashed to achieve nothing. Mm. <laughs> like, literally. Majority of people you come across, their goal is to get to zero. They're working so hard to get to zero. Yeah. Like, what part of the game is that? Man, that's, that's so real. I, I never even looked at it like that. Man, that's real. Everything, bro. Zero, zero, zero. But but Wayne though, I was like, and then and then just just with it happening to be Wayne's birthday today, and my ads happening to get kicked back in and cut back on today. 
I was, I was seeing. I was like, I was like, this is you saw some of my ads today. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, back in back in the groove. <laughs> so <laughs> Not I'm like, like the I'm same like, ones. Is... It was like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah, for sure. yeah. So this is like, so I was like, I was like, I'm just, I'm just really excited, bro. Like this is the most excited I've been, personal wise. And business wise, mm. in a while, mm. and I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm just so fitting with me listening to Wayne all day today because it was his birthday, mm. and that's just something I do like on on people that I'm a real fan of when it's the time to celebrate them. Mm. I, I do, and so I'm in the car, I'm, I'm listening to Wayne all day, and like I said, these these songs is taking me back to where I was in time when them songs was out or when I first heard it, mm. and I was like. And then my ads, um, you know, I haven't been able to run ads for a while. So with my ads kicking back in, I was like, this this is about to be my mixtape Wayne era. Mm. This is this is mixtape Wayne, Aston CEO. Mm. Because mixtape Wayne was everywhere. You you could not not hear Wayne. That's how my voice is about to be. My voice is about to be. You you cannot not hear my voice. That's gonna be that's gonna be level one of it. Level two of it's gonna be Wayne's Wayne was putting out so much music at a crazy at a crazy uh, rate, and Wayne was doing everybody's features. Mm-hmm. Level two is gonna be you gonna be seeing me on these other people's podcasts. Mm-hmm. Level three gonna be oh, he made it overnight. <laughs> no, but he been he been on though, but he been on. It ain't like he just. <laughs> Cause Wayne had been on. Mixtape time. But he wasn't on. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't impactful. Yeah, I even heard uh Matt Matt Hoffa talk about like uh you might have heard this clip too is recently. He was talking about how uh for them, the Gangsta Grills did it, and Carter Two did it. He was like, "Cause they was doing the squads, but he wasn't really spitting like that." I was like, "What versions were y'all listening to? <laughs> like, what? Y'all crazy?" <laughs> but that's what Matt Hoffa said he wasn't spitting until Gangsta Grills. Yeah, like Gangsta Grills and uh, and Carter Two. He said it was like around that time is when. And like and and I and I take that as that's when the impact shifted, cause yeah. they had dra- they had drama on. That's that that's why the conversation was brought up. I ain't seen that. Matt Hoffa, he he's I'm assuming he's from New York, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So so that's what I'm saying. Like like when when I get to when I get to what I said, first level's gonna be you gonna hear hear me everywhere. Second level gonna be Features. Uh features, mm-hmm. which is 
utilizing other people's audiences. That's what a feature is. That's what Wayne was doing. That's what that's the marketing. That's the marketing that nobody thinks of the marketing right. behind this stuff. Right. Utilizing other people's audiences, other people's stages. You do that enough, then it turn, it turns into man. He ain't but but it's like when you pop, it's like people don't they don't see the come up, even though it's been. It's been there, mm-hmm. and it's and it's readily available for you to see. Just like Wayne, say somebody like him, Matt Hoffa can say to DJ Drama on his podcast, "Yeah, but he didn't really start spitting like that till dedication, till uh, uh, was the first Gangsta Grills dedication? Yeah, because yeah. they were talking till about dedication. which one was better. Yeah, till dedication and Carter too." Even though it's all there, mm-hmm. you got, you got, uh, you got the block is hot. You got light cell. Mm-hmm. You got five hundred degrees. You got Carter One. Mm-hmm. Them them albums. You got the Hot Boy stuff. Yeah. But then Wayne was like, and this is something that other a lot of people don't know about Wayne either. Wayne's favorite rapper was Jay Z. Mm-hmm. At the at the time, we're of an age of where we can remember what certain music sounded like. The South, even though we from the South, it was different. Mm-hmm. So like, I miss certain I miss certain waves. Of people that everybody loved because I was into a different type of rap. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm uh, getting to a point where I'm like, yo, this Jay Z's incredible, yeah. and the the southern rappers I was listening to was spitting different. So like a Ludacris, for example, yeah, people think Luda's just a, a funny type of guy, but Luda was spitting different, bro. Yeah, like Luda had bars, bro. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So it's like if I'm listening to Hove, and I and I love Fab. If I'm listening to Hove, and I'm listening to Fab and them. The South people I'm listening to was Luda, Outkast, uh, uh, Face. Mm. Uh, like like they was like they were spitters. Yeah. But Baby wanted Wayne to rap about, like, Wayne would go to the studio and Wayne couldn't rap about what he wanted to rap about until, like, Carter 2, Carter 3. Mm-hmm. Even the first Carter, it's like he come, Wayne comes to the studio. And I've heard this come out of Wayne's mouth. So for all the, all the people that always say, I don't know what I'm talking about, everything I'll be saying, I either know. I either know what I'm talking about, have some information on it, or I've heard it out the horse's mouth themselves. Wayne said he would come to the studio and the beat would already be picked and the topic is picked. Rap about this on this song, Wayne. But I won't rap rap about cars on this. Mm -hmm. All right, now this next, all right, cool, you knocked that out. Now this next beat, rap about girls. All right, cool. Now on this beat, uh, Rap about the struggle. 
Yeah. Cool. All right. Now this beat rap about uh, loud pipes. All right. Now this beat rap about. Yeah, that's when that's when mixtape Wayne started because the only way that he was able to get out what he wanted to get out, mm-hmm. he said, "Baby, wanting to prove him." So he just started to do the mixtape stuff. Yeah, that's why mixtape Wayne sounds so different than earlier Wayne, and they and people thinking that. Uh, what happened? It's like, nah, this is what he... W- and if you paid attention to that mixtape, Wayne, you're not shocked when Carter 2 come out. Right, right. You're not shocked when uh, when the Gangsta Grill started to happen. Because that's what I had been hearing for a minute. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm hearing on... He said that that's how them Squad Up started. Squad Up, it was him and his homies... Him and his crew, they in the studio. Wayne, like, this is, I can't say what I want to say. He said, baby, ain't let me say what I want to say. So we just going to jack these beats. And since we can't put it out because it's somebody else's beat, we just going to just put it out. Yeah. And that was how he could get out what he wanted to get out. So I'm like, squad four? Wayne was, what? Yeah. Then people don't even know after that, after Squads, he had a, a he had a, a something called the prefix and the suffix. Mm-hmm. Crazy. One of them, I can't remember if it was a prefix or the suffix. One of them was all Jay Z beats. I think that was the suffix. But I'm just saying, but that he's going, he's going crazy on. Then Carter One come out. Carter One hard, but still, it's not him being able to just do what he want to do. That's still the many fresh beats. Oh, and you rapping about this on many one. beats. Carter One is hard, bro. <laughs> Carter Two, the first one where Manny ain't there. Mm. But Carter Two, the first one where Manny Fresh ain't there. Man, I don't, I don't know if I like Carter One. Ooh, I think I might go Carter One. Yeah, bro, you just, you've been gone for like the last ten seconds. What'd you say? Can you hear me? Oh, there you go. Oh, nope. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Can you hear me? Yeah, hey, it was hey. uh, what what I, it was frozen? Cause I was It hearing. was froze nothing for like a minute. When you be going out, I can you can hear me and see me. I, you just be gone. Yeah, cause cause I can hear everything you saying. I'll be responding like a month. <laughs> I told you, bro, you got you need some internet down there. That joint be showing the fool. I don't know. I figured out. I call Spectrum tomorrow. Nah, I ain't no biggie. But. Nah, but I'm saying it because it, it be showing like full bars. So that's that's a problem. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Nah. Yeah. Nah, but I can't I can't remember when you when you uh cut out, but Nah, I was I was yeah. trying I was trying to say I I wanted to say Carter One was was the best out of the Carter. Nah, no way. Carter two. 
you trying to say Carter one ain't even close to two? Cause you saying no way a little strong right now. No way. Alright. No way. And I love Carter one. No way. To me, it's Carter two, one, and so if I'm putting one after two, like it means I I like it. That's a lot of Carters. I'm saying one to me is the second best. But I feel like it's a big, it's a big gap from one to two. Like you know how most people be like, uh, you know he's he he's the second best, and they be wanting to say like one A one B type mm-hmm. stuff. Nah, this is the first and the second to me. Mm. Respect, respect, respect. Just because of the, just because of the, uh, the. And I love Manny, but it's, it's some of the beats. See, I think like it, Carter, some of the... Carter one for me got the moments though, like like Birdman, Jr. It's this is I don't know. Like I said, the music's take to me. The music takes me to a spot, so I'm thinking Carter one. <clears throat> Birdman Jr. coming out. I got a I got a 1981 Chrysler LeBaron where the A fell off the back, so it says LeBron, <laughs> and that's what we call my car, LeBron. So I'm riding around, <laughs> so I'm riding around in the 81 Chrysler LeBaron. A fell off LeBron. Duct tape on the roof. Spray painted the duct tape black to try to blend in with the red top. <clears throat> Come at the come at the car smelling like fumes. Had a girl in the car one day. She talked. She talked about. I'm I'm getting lightheaded. I said, just crack the window, baby. You are gonna be cool. <laughs> you pulling up to the spot smelling like you just been on a motorcycle for three hours. <laughs> Smell like you just got done cutting grass for four hours. Mm, but you can't tell me nothing. I bought my, I bought my car a thousand dollars. Cat, y'all ain't got no cars. Yeah. I got my car, and guess what? My mama ain't buy my car. My daddy ain't buy my car. I bought my car. I, like, I prided myself on it. Yeah. So you can't say most people weren't saying nothing because they wanted to ride. <laughs> like I said, oh, girl, she ain't saying nothing. And I told her before, I said, I said you, you going to smell like fumes. She's like, oh, I want to go to the party, wherever we was going. I was like, all right. So I'm getting lightheaded. I said, crack the window. The system was worth more than the car, probably. Damn, two twelves in the trunk. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, off of a moment. I remember, I remember Birdman Jr. went rattling through the trunk, and right before, I, right before I hit the turn to come into the parking lot where I know everybody gonna be posted outside, I restart the track and cut <laughs> yeah. it up so my trunk hit harder. You got to, you got to. So I, so that moment gonna hit different, but. Quality and song, I'm like nah, too. But it, but it's just that it's just that that work ethic and the, and on top of the work ethic, what I learned from Wayne, it's like it's, it's like people can claim that they hard workers, but it's like what are you working hard for? Because mm-hmm. we know hard. I'm that's one of my taglines, bro. Hard work don't pay. Mm-hmm. It don't. Everybody, oh man, I work hard. So, 
For what? Because a lot of a lot of just because you work hard don't mean that you're being productive. Right. You can be working hard at a at a lot of nothing. You could be doing a lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. No, that's real. So it's like it's like his 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 hard work was for something, and it was all for towards the same thing, and he was consistent at that thing. Like people, the people spend so much time doing so much hard work on stuff that has nothing to do with their, with their actual goals. Mm. Somebody say that they want. Somebody say that they want to make money. You got a. You got a goal of making. You got a goal of making. Let's say a lot of people's goal. I know this was a number for me. You got a goal of making ten thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. But you spending so much time on worrying what you spending so much time on you spending months on figuring out what a name and a logo is gonna be. If you don't go get somebody on Fiverr and pay them ten dollars real quick to come up with something. Straight up. My logo that it's crowded at the top. That logo I posted, it's it's smack dab in front of every little thing that I'm posting right now. Mm-hmm. Pay somebody like $10, $15 for that real quick. Yeah, that joint hard, too. I rock with it. Rock with them boys pulling each other up on the mountaintop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, but <laughs> I like it, too. But I had an idea. I had an idea. I'm like, yo, I want, I want it like this. They sent me some stuff. I was like, nah, that ain't it. Yeah. Nah, that ain't it. Here's the thing about paying premium prices. The premium price was like, if the regular price was five, the premium price might have been 15 or 20. You get unlimited revisions. Unlimited. <laughs> less, <laughs> less than a bottle of wine. You you can just say, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yeah. But or or they um or we got a mutual friend. So say you know, he was doing uh, stuff in real estate, and he reaching out to me for some game. He was flipping a house. Mm-hmm. He he worked hard at that. He worked hard to lose money. Mm-hmm. He worked hard to lose a lot of money. Was the hard work worth anything? Man, he's sitting he's sitting in the house five six hours a day doing work himself on it. I said, bro, just hire somebody to do it. You we you didn't. You didn't get into flipping the house to be a contractor. You're working backwards. Mm-hmm. You won't be a contractor? Cool. I'll, I'll go buy a house. I'll get you to work on it. If that's what you want, you won't be a contractor. Man. But he prided himself on working hard. He He's showing his he's showing his dirty, sweaty self, taking pictures like the hard work. I'm like, but what are you working hard at? That, that ain't got nothing to do with the goal. A real estate investor ain't out here uh, sawing two by fours. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. a lot of people they like I'm, I'm working hard, but for what? Is, is this hard work that you putting in? If it's not for the goal, it's you just out here just doing a bunch of hard work for nothing. For nothing. Yeah. Just to pat yourself on the back, be like I, I work hard. 
Man. Wayne was working hard, but it was like for something. Wayne ain't sitting there. Wayne ain't sitting there uh, in the studio all day making beats. Yeah, I worked hard, y'all. I made 10 beats. I thought you want to be the best rapper. At most, at most, he might have to be his own engineer. And at being an engineer, I don't mean sitting there mixing sounds. He hitting record. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be my own. I gotta be my own cameraman. A lot of times when we shooting the pod, I'm hitting record. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not editing the. I'm not editing the footage and mixing the sounds and making sure the EQ levels is right. You do that. <laughs> I'm not chopping up. Blake out your color grading. <laughs> yeah, I'm not color grading. I'm not color grading and and uh and and taking the long form content and chopping it up into short form content and, and doing captions and sound effects and stuff. I could. And that would be a lot of hard work that I would be doing in the process of it. Like, yo, man, I sat there, I, I sat there, I talked. I talked in front of a camera for, I talked and I made entertaining content for an hour plus. And then as soon as that was over, <laughs> then, then I color graded, I edited, I made sure that the sound levels was right. I missed the sound. And then I chopped up all the content. I made captivating, short form, 20, 20 second to one minute content that's gonna catch somebody's attention. Then I put these dope looking captions in it. Then I made that. Then the, not only did I put the dope looking captions, I changed the colors on some of them so you, some of the words hit better than the other words. Then I put a bunch of sounds in them like "woo," "cha-ching," so so people can get a little more, you know, hit hit different levels of their sensories. And then, and then I recorded different ads. And then not only did I record the ads, then I learned how to run the advertising platform. So then I can know how to read what a CTR is and 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 this and that on the ads platform. And I'm like, I'm not doing all. That's not what I, I don't want to. I'm not running a. I'm not running the ads agency. That's not my goal. So why I need to be spending all that time in the ad stuff? Who know how to do it? I'm not look. I'm not looking to be no videographer. Why I need to learn all this stuff? I need to find somebody that's doing it. Oh, and not only that, since I since my man <laughs> does movies and works out in Hollywood, he showed me how to how to work the lights. Did you know that somebody on a movie set or production set that does the lights is called a gaffer? I'm also a gaffer, so I I'm getting all of the craziest lights and I know how to do the lights and dim them here and there, whatever. No. I ask you what lights to get and I cut them on. <laughs> and not only that. Uh, oh, no, you, uh, and you was here, you was here and you set them to some level. I ain't touched that. I ain't touched them lights since you. <laughs> Bro, I think you came here in December or something. It's September right now. You cut the, no, no. The lights came in later, so I ain't even touched the lights, bro. Because because when you was here at first, when you was here earlier, them was your lights. That might have been February. No, no, you came. No, you came. No, you came because you set them all up. Yeah, so you was you did come. It's like January, February. Yeah, 
Yeah, so you did come. Whatever you did to them lights, I ain't touched the knob. I ain't tweaked it left or right. I cut them all. I cut them all. What? Why the? Why do I need to be figuring out how to work the lights and get yeah. perfect settings? Come on, bro. That's hilarious, dog. <laughs> but but that same that same <laughs> but that same that same mutual friend though, just using the house the house for example. <clears throat> I remember one day. He's in Houston, Texas. It's hot. Houston, 100, 100 degrees. Summer Houston, it's 100 every day. I don't care what the I don't care what the weather says on your phone. It's 100. Mm-hmm. It can say it's 94. Look at that heat and scroll a little down and look at that heat and that's going to say 108, 110. For sure. He's in an abandoned house. He's in the... He spent all day putting insulation in the attic. Or maybe two days doing it. Whatever it was, a lot of out. And bro, he's showing pictures of how dirty and grimy he is, sweating, like the hard work. I was like, bro, that's a one-day job. You get somebody, you you could literally go find somebody in the front of Home Depot, give them a hundred dollars. That job gonna get done for the day. Mm-hmm. Get somebody to know what they're doing. Pay them a, a a few hundred dollars, they gonna come with the machine and just spray it all. Mm-hmm. I'm like that job that that could have been done in an hour. <laughs> Took you two days, but you working but you working hard and and he lost money on the on the house. What did what is the hard work for? Mm-hmm. Like we we spend so much time working hard at doing stuff that. We don't want to do. Like I said, I, I asked him, you want to be a contractor? Hmm. Or you want to be a real estate investor? Contractor's not even doing that. Not the subcontractor doing that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so, so the hard work, you you can be doing a you can be doing a lot of nothing, and a lot of people are priding themselves on on doing a lot of nothing, thinking that it's hard work. And you know, I'm a I'm a proponent of hard work, bro. I believe in it, but it got to be towards what the goal is. You can't just just be out here working hard for no reason. Yeah. Oh man, now not only do I produce all this content, and I run a business. And I cook every day. And I clean every day. And and I do my own oil changes. And I mow my grass. And I wash my car. <laughs> and, and I hand wash all my clothes. <laughs> I'm working hard. Not the hand you don't shut your dumb ass up. No, I'm not. I'm not working on being no car detailer. Oh, that's hilarious! Bro. I paid. I paid twelve dollars to get my car washed today. Took a few minutes. Yeah, well, that's a whole hour you do it yourself. Probably more than that. <laughs> I need to get the inside cleaned out. No, I'm not going to the joint and putting the quarters in the machine and vacuuming myself. Somebody else is going to do it real quick. 
I'm going I'm to go somewhere, probably pay them $30, and, and two or three dudes going to be in there and get that done like that. Yeah. Versus me taking, spending, taking out a big chunk of my day. Uh, I'm working hard. For what? Because you're going to have to go get That's what some money's cash. Because nobody got cash no more. You're going to have to get some cash so you can put in the change machine and get you $5 <laughs> worth of quarters. <laughs> and that and that's what money's for. That's what money's for. That's what people don't realize. Money, Money's a tool. They got to be used. And you don't. Like why? Why would I? Why would I sit there and spend all that time cleaning my car when I can just use some of my money to have somebody else do it, and then I got that time. Mm-hmm. I got my oil changed today. I want to get my car washed today. Got them both done, and got them both done in like under fifteen minutes. Man, combined. Dude, change my. Dude that changed my order today, I went to one of spots where you just drive up and they just you stay in your car and you do it. Oh, I ain't heard I ain't, I ain't seen that before. <laughs> really? Well you drive up and do the oil? Nah. You serious? Yeah, I ain't seen that. You stay in the Wait, car for the mean? oil change? Nah, I ain't seen that. Yeah, you, you just pull up, you pull up, you drive into the joint, you tell them which one that you want, you stay in the car, they do it, you pay them, you pull off. You in and out, and you in and out in ten minutes max. Nah, I ain't, I ain't seen the pull up oil change. No, well, I pulled up oil change about ten minutes. Like I said, max ten minutes, and then right down the street, the gas station. I pulled into that, paid twelve dollars for the premium car wash. I was in the car. I was in the car wash for about. Almost for the amount of time that I was in the uh, get my oil changed. Mm-hmm. I'm a hard worker. You know how long that would have took me to do my own oil change and wash my car. Yeah, I got them. I got them both done in less than twenty minutes. Because mm-hmm. money's because money's a tool. It's it's useless unless you use it. Everybody want to hoard it. You know how many people out there that don't go get their oil changed because it will cost them a few dollars? Yeah, my homeboy, my homeboy, uh, he got a couple Porsches. He changed his own oil because it'd be like $300 to get it changed. You shouldn't get a Porsche. Sounds like he need a camera. <laughs> yeah, I'm for real. You get a Porsche and 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 choose to do your. You go get three Porsches, and don't want to spend three hundred dollars to get the oil change. You should not have the Porsche. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't yeah. make it don't make sense. Yeah. You can't afford the maintenance. You can't afford the car. That's how I look at purchases. It's not can I afford to buy this right now? Can I can I afford to own this? Right. Like big, like a big house. A big I don't house. want no big house. A lot of people say they want big houses until they have big houses. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, people I know that had the big houses is like Man. downgrade. 
Yeah. I was thinking about that. I was having a conversation with my mama. We was driving past, um, because one of my goals used to be growing up, for those that don't know, I'm from Lexington, Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky is literally the horse capital of the world. So that's what we're known for. We're known for horses, bourbon, basketball. That's why it threw me off when I uh, it got deep down south and started seeing different. I'm used to seeing a certain quality of thoroughbred horse. I get down to Baton Rouge, and I'm seeing all them horses down there in front yards and stuff like a do- tied to a tree like a dog. I was like, what is this? Well, I'm seeing dudes. Oh, I get the the Baton Rouge, and I get the Houston. I'm seeing dudes at at the gas station on horses, <laughs> and McDonald's drive through on horses. I was like, what is these? These don't look like no horses. I ain't <laughs> never seen no horses like these before. Uh, I'm seeing you seen you you seen some you seen some some champion horses. Uh, yeah. when you came down. Yeah, for sure. My my man's uh shout out to shout out to Mr. Don, Mr. Uh Don Robinson. Mr. Don, he owns a a horse farm. Whereas all these quality horses are there. Like he's sitting there telling us stories about you can tell it's his pet. Oh yeah, look up YouTube, the highlights on her and why he's petting the highlights on her, man. She won she won this race and uh uh not the Kentucky Derby. I'm trying to think of what What's after the Kentucky Derby? Uh, nobody watching this would know the race, even if I can think of the uh, think of it. Everybody just has heard of the Kentucky Derby, but there's three races. That's why they have a triple crown one. Right. right. The Kentucky the Kentucky Derby is part of one of those three races. Mm-hmm. This horse had won one of those, like where it was like the. Defeated all the odds and stuff mm. to to win this joint. So I'm used to seeing them type of joints. Now I, I see some some skinny looking little malnourishment. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what's up with these horses? But anyways, one of my one of my one of my childhood dreams that I had. I'm seeing all these big horse farms, and I'm and I'm. Uh, would be like, man, it'd be cool to own a horse farm. Because mm. me, a young kid in Lexington, Kentucky, I'm seeing, I'm not seeing, I'm hearing adults talk about, oh, it's white people money. Mm. Like it, like it's not, like it's not attainable. Mm. So I'm just like, oh, it'd be cool to own. But some, some stuff may not be attainable because say, like, uh, Mr. Robinson, like I told you about, I, one conversation I got with him was, how did how do you get into this? Mm. How do you how do you get into owning these these horse farms? Because think of all the acreage that he owns out yeah, there yeah. when we went. That's not cheap, right? Right. To get all them acres on top of the values up because it's a horse farm in Lexington, Kentucky. And not only is it a horse farm in Lexington, Kentucky, it's a horse farm where champions go. Mm-hmm. And all these super rich people are sending their horses there in between different times. Like he said, we went, it was wintertime. 
a lot of the um, horses that left, they was down south in Florida training. Mm. So it's like even that, I'm like, how do, how do you get into this? It's like, oh, I was born into it, you know, my my parents and then my grandparents and then my great great grandparents and I'm like, that's the generational wealth right there, yeah, right there. But but I was just thinking about how you can't really afford stuff unless you can afford to maintain it because me and my mama we was driving past just like when you was in town, you know. Um, how we was down there, the roads were sales road, but how we was on Vassell's road and to get to his horse farm and then, you know, that castle and stuff that you yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I go to where my mom was from or the town she's from, we went to um, go holler at my uncle. You got to drive past all this stuff. Mm. And so we started talking about the horse farms and then uh, I was talking about uh, Rick Ross came up in conversation. And I was like, I wonder how much, because like, yeah, he bought the promised land. But I'm like, Rick Ross got hundreds of acres up there. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder how much it costs to maintain the promised land. Because he obviously, he can afford, he can afford the maintenance on that joint. But I'm like, yeah. that got to be crazy. More. He bought some more land too, to add to it. Yeah, but I saw in the pen, but it, you know, Ross is the only... Ross is the only rapper that I follow on social media. Mm. Really? Ross and Ross and Neelam are the only rappers I follow on social media. I don't follow Neelam no more. I used to. But then I, but, I had a moment I was like, why am I really following her? So then I unfollowed her. I just I, I think I think she's gorgeous. That's why I follow her. And that's why and that's why I followed. And I like what she's doing, but I don't at the same time. So I was like, let me not, cause I had a spree of unfollowing. I already know why you don't. I already know why you don't like her. You don't. You don't like her voice. Yeah, I'm not a fan of her voice. And I, I had a spree. I was just unfollowing like all of the vain follows where I was. You know what I'm saying? Just lustful. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, just like me. I don't. I don't follow. I don't follow no. I don't follow no IG chicks, no IG yeah. models. I don't follow none of them. Uh, celebrity women, I don't. I'm trying to think. Of, I don't follow any. Yeah. I think the only one I may follow, which is a pointless follow, because she don't post nothing no more. Uh, I think. I think I'm not even sure if I follow it. Zoe Kravitz might be the only. Mm. Um, woman celebrity that I follow. I follow so, Drea still. Nah, I don't be and and with what I'm about to do, I'm not even about to be on social media like that. Yeah. So so uh, because because it's a difference. It's a difference in. I was explaining this to. Um, I was explaining this to my to my mama and to my uncle. And my pops, I had these three come like within the same week, because my uncle, he's like, yo, you just um, you popped up on my phone one day. I was like, yo, he's making sense. And I guess he told my pops he saw because my pops got an Instagram, but he don't be on. He just watches my stuff. Mm. He likes to watch my stuff, and he likes Willie D. He likes to listen to Willie D. 
And so he go on there and hop, look at, see what I got to say. And he, uh, he listened to Willie D. I guess Willie D got a podcast or something. He listened to Willie D on YouTube. Mm. So he, he tap into Willie D on Instagram. But you know why you're on there? My pops don't know how it works. So he thinks stuff is just popping up. Yeah, man, I was just on there listening to Willie D and you popped up. I'm like, well, you, you follow me. So probably as you're scrolling, that's what <laughs> that's what comes yeah. up next. Yeah. Or you're on the explore page and it's showing you stuff that you interact with or similar stuff or whatever. He don't he don't know that. So you're like, yeah, man, you just be popping up on my phone. <laughs> And my uncle said the same thing. He called him. He's like, yeah, man, Blake just popped up on my phone. <clears throat> but my uncle don't got Instagram. So with me just now and with what my uncle called me and was telling me that I was making sense about, this was stuff that I had recently posted on TikTok. Mm. So I'm like, he must got a TikTok or something. Because yeah. I had just posted something like within the last couple of days about like who was buying the house really benefiting. Who's buying a car really benefiting and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And I just posted it on TikTok. He's like, yeah, when you said stuff about the house and blah, blah, blah. I didn't think about it at the time until my pops was like, yeah, but he said he ain't got no, it wasn't on Instagram, it was on TikTok. And, I was, and my pops thinks TikTok is a verb. <laughs> so he... <laughs> so, so my pops was, he was like, TikTok. He's like, no, nah, I don't think Blake. I don't think Blake be TikToking, um, because he was like, in the in the TikTok, like like uh, like something you do. And I was like, what you mean? Like, yeah, I post. He's like, no, nah, like it's a, it's like a, it's like a something you do. Like, you, don't you gotta move your body? Something I don't know how to do it, but you like getting some kind of dance or something. Uh... That's I was like, no, people people post dancing videos on on there, but it's not a dance type of thing. But uh, but I was explaining to them, I was like, there's a difference in what y'all think social media is and what I think social media is. Mm-hmm. Or there's a big difference in what the majority of the population thinks social media is. And what I think social media is. Mm. I don't consume social media. I produce it. Mm. That's a that's a big difference, bro. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going on social media for entertainment. I'm creating the entertainment. Mm-hmm. Or like I like to call it edutainment. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in the educational space. But I can't just sit there and just... Just educate, educate, educate. It would be boring. So I got to put the entertainment with it. So it's captivating while you're getting some game. Right. So I'm like, that's a different mindset of producing versus consuming. Mm-hmm. And most people just in general, they they stay in the consumer mindset. They don't produce anything. And then they wonder why they don't get ahead or why they're not making the money that they want to make while their business isn't doing the business that they want to do because you're not producing anything. All that you do is consume. You consume social media. You consume television programming. You consume music. And then when you think of everything that you buy, all that you're doing is consuming. What do you do to give 
What do you do to put out into the marketplace? That's that's called value. Mm-hmm. You don't get nothing back because you don't you don't present any value to the marketplace. Then you go to your job or to your nine to five, and then you complain about how much money that you make for the amount of hard work that you feel like you're putting in. Doesn't matter how much work and how much time you feel as if you're putting into your job. You only give the company this much value. Therefore, this is the amount of money that you get. The people higher up in the company, they may add more value while putting in less time. Yeah. And it's that's always the case. <laughs> they put they get more work. They get more, they get compensated more. Mm-hmm. Somebody sit there and somebody sit there and, and get angry at a athlete. And say, all that they do is play a child's game. This basketball player gets paid hundreds of millions of dollars to to bounce a basketball. No. That basketball player entertains millions. Mm -hmm. And that basketball player, why they're entertaining millions of dollars? That basketball owner is getting thousands of people to pay price of admission to watch him play. That's value. Then on top of that, since that basketball player is able to get thousands of people in the actual seats to watch them play, it provides jobs for the for the popcorn guy, uh, for the cotton candy lady, mm-hmm. for the security. It generates revenue for all the bars and businesses around the arena on game days. It it's it generates money for the city. Mm-hmm. Because that because that arena is paying the city money to be there, mm-hmm. it's generating more money for the electric companies, for the for the water companies, for the gas companies. Yeah. You get where I'm going with it? It's like yeah. then on then on top of that, since thousands of people are willing to pay the price of admission to see this person in person, a lot of people aren't able to get there in the arena. Hmm. I wonder what we can do so more people can watch them outside of this. Hey, TV channel, <laughs> you wanna you wanna give us some money to broadcast this game? Yeah, we'll give you the money to broadcast the game. So now that now the TV company is making money off of it. now the TV company since they're paying since they're paying over here to to produce uh, to show the show the game to all these other people, then the TV company says, you know what? All these people want to see this basketball player play. Since we're paying some money to get on the channel, hey, Coca-Cola, we got this many million people watching. You want to pay us? You want to pay us for thirty seconds to show your product in front of in front of them? All right, yeah, cool. Hey, Apple, I know you got that. I know you got those those earphones coming out. You want to pay us? You want to pay us eight hundred thousand dollars for for a thirty second spot? You know, shows people your headphones. Oh yeah, all right, cool. They're making money. Mm-hmm. Then the people seeing the headphones for the thirty seconds go to go buy the headphones. They're making money. I thought I thought he was just bouncing a ball and playing a kids game. Hmm. That's why he makes more money than the teacher. One thousand percent. Teacher, what value are you bringing to the marketplace? Yes, you do a great job, commendable. 
something to be very proud of. But as far as the money that comes off of that, the teacher's replaceable. You a teacher don't a teacher whatever you can go get the next teacher. Mm-hmm. Teachers are teachers are everywhere. That basketball guy, that that guy that just bounces a ball and plays a child's game, he's not everywhere. <laughs> and and what and what a lot of people don't know, there's only been about five thousand people in the history of that child sport to ever play in this league. So in the history of the game, only about five thousand people have ever been good enough to play it at that level. He's pretty rare. That, that customer service rep, yeah, you work a lot of hours. You put in overtime answering them phones every day. I, I can I can find somebody to answer the phones. And if you want you want to complain a lot about your job, I can find. I can I can get somebody in Latin America. I can get somebody in the Philippines. I can get somebody in in. Uh, in India, you might want to shut up. Because <laughs> I can, I, I I know somebody that will happily do that for for six seven dollars an hour. Hmm. Like happily, mm-hmm. and will be able to support themselves from that. Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> That's 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 why that's why they get the hundred million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying that's why. Yeah, sure. Deshaun Jackson got two hundred million before he ain't scored a point for the Browns yet. They ain't gonna get to play this year because he likes to get touched on. Right. But think of how much money he's gonna be generate. Like he don't just throw a football. But people don't see this. So I'm like, what what value are you adding to the to it? And you can't start, you can't begin to add value until you get out of the consumer mindset and you start producing. Mm-hmm. That's on any level. Like what start thinking, what can I produce? What can I produce? What can I produce? You, you gotta produce something. And that's how that shit go. Like with, with anything. Whether it be social media, I produce social media. Uh, this book that I'm reading right now, the, the I forget what the stuff is called. Where is it? Um, the chapters that are like before the first chapter. You know how you got like chapter oh, one, but before uh, that, it'll be like a, a one part or two parts or something. Yeah. Whatever it is, it was saying stuff that I already knew about social media. It was like, in order to become, it's a book on, on, like I say, I be people be thinking this stuff. I be doing just be by asking it. I'm I'm reading a book about TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like people just be like, oh, you just know, nah. Stuff's hidden in plain sight. Like right, right. And and I'm like, and that's why I'm such a proponent of mentorship and coaching. But I can get mentorship and coaching through a book. Also, this person has spent this amount of years doing this and they put it all in a book. Mm-hmm. 
I can probably finish the book in a couple days to a week and get all their knowledge for the past three years. Mm-hmm. Cool. I ain't got to spend three years to, I ain't got to spend three years to, to figure it out. Or even past the three years, other years of advertising that they've done with Facebook and Google and super successful at this stuff, certain things that they've used for each thing correlates to each one mm. Mm. by using the 80-20 the rule. I don't know if you're familiar with the 80-20 rule, but the 80-20 rule is that 80% of, your, 80% of the efforts is going to be brought in by 20% of the work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I recently, I think I heard Hermosi say that last week, you know, in a clip. Like I just heard that like recently. What? Well, the guy, the guy whose book I'm reading about TikTok, can't think of it off the top of my head. I would, I would give it credit right now, but he's the guy that came up with the eighty twenty rule. Mm-hmm. He's he's one of the authors of the book. Mm-hmm. So the eighty twenty rule, eighty percent of the, eighty percent of the Work is going to come in off of 20% of the effort. So an, an example of that, 80% of your business is going to come in off of 20% of the, the main 20% of the work. So if you got 10 salespeople, 80% of the revenue is going to be coming in off of two of the salespeople. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that the, that the other, that the other eight, People are useless. No, they're bringing in something, but the majority of it's coming in from these two main people. And it's flip side, and it's like flipped also. Um, like an eighty percent of something's brought in off of twenty percent of something else. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's flipped both ways. I, I I don't know it that well to be speaking on it. I just started reading. Yeah. The book, like I've heard of the eighty twenty rule, but I've I haven't read up on it. Mm-hmm. And in the first like chapter of it, they're like breaking down the eighty twenty rule to give you like an understanding. If you don't know what it is, this is what it is. This how it mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. But first chapter, or not even first chapter, before the first chapter, it talks about in order for you to be successful with this, you you have to get out of the thinking of how you think about social media. You don't consume social media. You're not on there looking at stuff to pass the time, which I'm. I don't. I, I don't be on social media just passing the time, Scrum, looking and seeing yeah. what everybody's doing. He was saying we. He he said him personally. Since the book is about TikTok, he won't he won't hop on TikTok until after four thirty five o'clock p.m. for uh, entertainment. If he does choose to. But he was like, but I might spend this many hours throughout the day in the in the uh back office of their ad, their ad platform analyzing stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's a difference. Yeah. Which I already thought like that, because I'm like, I cause when you're producing content for people to to consume. You're thinking of it from a different aspect as far as I'm gonna just get on here and and scroll today. Or I'm gonna just get on here and talk about whatever new show everybody's talking about. I'm talking about House of Dragons. 
or you know, it's like it, it's a different mindset. Yeah. And I'm talking about social media right now, but when people get into a producer mindset, you think differently than 90-something percent of people anyways about everything it is because you're producing everything or you're thinking of how you can produce something. It's a mm. totally different, totally different mindset. Man. Like even you, bro, you be telling me certain stuff that you cannot, like I remember you telling me one time it's hard for you to just sit and enjoy a, a show or a movie or something because oh, yeah. you produce so much content. You pr- Like you actually do make programming and actually have been on real life true TV sets and movie set mm-hmm. and stuff like you're not looking at yeah. you're not looking at Ozark how I'm looking at Ozark not at all and I never will be able to look at it the same again <laughs> ever because you because you you produce media for people to consume mm-hmm. So it's like whenever you're the producer of it, you're not thinking there's no way that you can see it like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And in, and today, if somebody says they want to be an entrepreneur, they say they want to be in business, they say they want to be a successful entrepreneur, you cannot look at social media from a consumer mindset. You you hate money. If people are fighting against posts on social media, you you hate money. I'm I'm convinced of it because nowadays people ain't people ain't passing out business cards. People going to social your social media. Mm-hmm. I only I only get the point of business cards. Right? I can't tell you the last time I've handed out a business card. Man, the only only uh, business card that makes sense today is the one that like just you could just tap the phone and then all your info come up. I had somebody pull that out on me the other day, uh, like a week or two ago. I was like, "Oh, that's dope." Damn. But it ain't it ain't Man. something you give to anybody. You know, you keep the card. You just tap their phone, and then all the yeah. socials and contact pull pull up. So that's I was like, "Oh, that's hard." Yeah. Or you could just take the business card out, which that does sound fly. But even take the business card out of it, that's something you can just airdrop to somebody. Yeah, that too. That's it. Should write it all in a note or something. Airdrop it to him real quick. I, I had the note like on hand all the time. So when you can, here, here you go. Because mm-hmm. it did take him a little while to get it out the wallet. <laughs> it wasn't as smooth. Yeah, versus you could just versus you could just go straight. You could just go straight to your your notes or make a contact for yourself because your iPhones you gotta have a contact for yourself in there, right? Mm-hmm. And you may even just be able put, to uh, store something in like your wallet, like your Apple wallet, like you do every everything else. But but put but put all of that stuff either in like you said in a wallet. I don't know if you can share the wallet stuff through a through an AirDrop, but or just put your your excuse me, or just put your content and put all your info in the info on your content and just share the content to somebody. Airdrop it real quick, mm. but but nowadays, like your your business card, the business card is your social media. I don't care what it is that you do. People gonna people gonna go to your social media. That's why everybody that out here got nine to fives with private pages. Why? 
because they don't want their job to see the social media. It's the business card. Right. So what are you out here? What are you presenting to the world with your business card? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. People don't want producing no social media. You don't. You don't want no bread. And right now, with what I've seen in with what I've seen with TikTok, because I've only been on TikTok less than a month. The goal was to get ten thousand followers in thirty days. I did it in twenty three. Mm. So go initial goal ten thousand. TikTok followers in 30 days. I got 10,000 in 23 days. It's reminding me of what Instagram was two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I am was upset with myself because I'm like, I could have been doing this two years ago mm-hmm. and been a, been a solid brand on TikTok by now. Like, imagine what that would be now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because everybody's everybody's complaining about the algorithm of Instagram. TikTok will be how Instagram is two years from now. So start posting on TikTok now if you have not started. Mm-hmm. I remember what Instagram was two years ago. In my brain, this is what this is why I'm doing TikTok now because since I started posting, I'm like, okay, I got two years to run it up on TikTok. That's my mentality. I got two years. Mm-hmm. I had a two-year, I got a two-year window before TikTok turns into what Instagram is. Mm-hmm. During this two years, let's let's do it. And that initial ten thousand followers in twenty-three days—that that's all organic. Mm-hmm. There's no way that you're getting organic traffic like that on Instagram right now. Two years ago, you could. Yeah. Because two, three years ago, I was getting 10, 20 followers off of one post with hashtags. Mm-hmm. Not today. It's, it's, not, it's not like that now because Instagram's, Instagram's uh, what Instagram is, Instagram lost their innovation. So the thing that, that's going to if they don't fix it, the thing that is going to kill Instagram, because thing every it's always something new. Mm-hmm. The the thing that could kill Instagram is they lost they lost sight of their foundation, and they have no innovation anymore. Because if you see what Instagram has done, all that they've done is emulate every new thing that comes. Mm-hmm. And take it and turn it into its yeah. own. So, so uh, Vine was popping. Mm-hmm. Vine and Instagram, I mean, Vine and Snapchat was popping. They implemented the stories like Snapchat. Mm-hmm. They implemented it. Vine was popping. They took. They started to implement short form videos. They took mm-hmm. it. TikTok, they implementing the reels, but TikTok got too big, too fast. Mm-hmm. So their algorithm, they're 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 trying to implement TikTok's algorithm, but it's it's not the same. Right. That's why everybody's engagement across the board from the regular person that just wants to show their friends their stuff that has two hundred fifty followers, and they just want to show their personal friends and family. 
the the weekend that they had with their family mm-hmm. to the influencer. Everybody's stuff is down. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, I can't. My my parents, my my parents and my cousins can't even see that we took uh, took a uh, little Jimmy to the pumpkin patch. Yeah, because they ain't showing it. Because the algorithm's not showing it to them. Yeah, because it's because it's it's trying to emulate TikTok. They just don't get it down mm-hmm. yet. So I'm like, they keep on. Just trying to take everybody else's stuff and don't come up with nothing innovative. That's what's going to hurt them. But as far as natural engagement, what people want Instagram to turn to go back to is what TikTok is now. Mm. And if it was and if Instagram wasn't like this two years ago, I'm thinking TikTok is not going to be how it is now two years from now. Right. So so get to it. Got two year window. And I haven't even uh, probably by I got, I need to record some ads I'm gonna send to you. Uh, so probably either this week or next week I'm gonna start running ads on there too because I'm like okay, if TikTok's natural engagement is how Instagram was two years ago, I'm thinking the advertising is gonna be mm. the same. Mm. It's going to be underpriced attention and then the advertising and marketing. That's what you want to go for is where the where the it where is the attention the most underpriced? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's got to be over there. Mm-hmm. But so many people, so many people, they stay focused on mature attention, and that's where they want to spend their money at. So that's why they want to go run the Facebook ads, the Instagram ads. But it's mature attention. That's where everybody is at. Whereas over here on TikTok, I'm seeing the I'm seeing the same people's ads over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, a lot of people ain't playing ball over here. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you, whereas any platform, you're gonna see the same people's stuff. Just like you said, with uh, you hopped on IG today, you said you saw a few of my ads. Yeah, so I'm like, cool. So. So since you interacted with my, you're gonna see my ads, but you're gonna see this person's ad, that person's ad, that person's ad, and then you're gonna see my ad, then this person, that person, that person, then you're gonna see my. I've been seeing the same, <laughs> the same like four dudes, bro. I'm seeing this same, the same young kid, the same young kid, the same young kid. I'm seeing the same, the same dude, the same dude, the same dude. They both got agencies. Their uh, their thing is acquiring, book a call to see if you're a good fit for the agency. So I'm I'm their avatar. Mm. Come run my stuff, right? Mm. I'm seeing the same, but I'm seeing the same like four people, five max. Mm. But this whole this whole however many days it's been. As of right now, we're recording this. It's the 27th. I made my first post on TikTok this, uh, the second. Mm. During that time, when I have been scrolling my For You page, because I don't follow anybody on TikTok, so when I'm scrolling my For You page, when the ads pop up, it's the same mm. couple of few people. And in my brain, I'm like, all right. Yeah, a lot of people, they they not, they not over here. Yeah. 
And TikTok, even though it's been here for a while, it's still new. Like, that's why people, like, thinking that it's too late. No, it's still... You know how many people aren't on TikTok that's mm-hmm. going to come to TikTok? Yeah. And here's the thing. And here's the thing. People were saying, just how I said my pops was, like, thinking that TikTok's just a dancing... Just a dancing app. Yeah. People go on there just mm-hmm. to do dancing. And people go on there to... Uh, and it's just young people. Every social media platform we were... Every social media platform that exists started off just for young people. And then what happened? Older people came. Mm-hmm. Facebook, I remember. Facebook oh, yeah, was just so. for college kids. Yeah, you had to have a college I remember, email. I remember one of the reasons I was looking forward to going to college was so I could get a college email so I could log on to Facebook. Mm-hmm. You had to have a college email. Now, what do people think that Facebook is for? They think it's the old app. Right? That's real. Yeah. Like like people, like people, a young person that doesn't get on Facebook, they think that Facebook is for old people. They think mm-hmm. Facebook is for their parents. They think Facebook is for their aunties and their uncles and their grandparents. Mm-hmm. Which really, Facebook is still the biggest. Yeah, for sure. But that's what it so it started off as something just for college kids. You could not get on it unless you had a college email to everybody think it's the old people's platform. Instagram. Same. Mm. Young people. And now everybody's mama and daddy got a grand granny got a got a Instagram. <laughs> Not for real. <laughs> we making reels on So that so TikTok started off kids dancing. Now you got people like me getting on there. I just told you my uncle saw me on there. Mm-hmm. My, my uncle called me talking about, "Hey nephew, we got to sit down and talk cuz I knew you I've been hearing about you doing your thing, but I'm I'm I've been hearing you." Like I'm like, "Man, I got I got to talk to him. I got I got this man's phone number. We got to talk. Yeah. He saw me on he saw what I'm talking about on TikTok. This dude's almost 60. Hmm. What you think is what you think is going to be. So you don't got to be on there dancing doing all the pointing funny stuff, y'all. When the day comes that I just sit there and I point at videos. <laughs> I'm just pointing at words. Just, just know something's going on. Uh, <laughs> something's going on because I, I got it's one of my missions to never do this. Five ways to be a digital asset. <laughs> Nothing against it, but that's not my brand, and I don't play the algorithm game. You, you know what I'm saying? When you gonna when you gonna do your side by side? I got an idea about that too. <laughs> I was thinking about doing one of them, when but my side by side, but my side by side was gonna be me. My side by side was gonna be me talking to reacting to mine. Mm. Man, them side by sides are funny, dog. Because I, because I, bro, because I, because I, I don't make the side by side joints. Like I said, I produce 
I produce social media. I don't consume social media. So I make the stuff that people make the side by side to react to me. Right, right. So I I make the content that's that's <laughs> captivating, that's prolific enough to where somebody else is gonna do a side by side reacting to me that's producing somebody else content that's introducing a new audience to myself. I ain't about to be introducing all all y'all to all my my audience. I don't even believe half the stuff y'all say. So I ain't I ain't about to I ain't about to not believe nothing that you say and then make a side by side because you made a because you made a cute little thirty two second clip of where you said something profound finally. Man. I think every damn thing else you say is bullshit. No, I ain't about to introduce them, my audience to you. Them side by side. Not, not for real. And then I, and then I just look at certain people, and I'm like, all right, they never do this. I don't have to do it. Mm. I ain't never seen. I ain't never seen. Uh, I ain't never seen. Uh, Alex Hormozy do this. <laughs> I ain't never seen Grant Cardone do this. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They ain't doing it. Why I gotta do it? Yeah. I don't gotta play the algorithm games. I'ma just I'ma just say I'ma just say what I say what I gotta say, say what's on my mind, say what's on my heart, inform people, give value, and drop game. You catch it, you catch it. But I ain't gonna that's I really don't wanna nothing nothing's wrong with it. I get it. I teach I teach people that I drop game this I dropped game this episode on just saying a lot of people don't even know how to find the trending sounds. I know how to do all this stuff. Yeah. Today a lot of people are gonna learn. I never knew that if I just hit the hit the sound and if it has a has an arrow. Y'all, you wanna get on Instagram, go to the in the middle bottom, it's gonna be the reels tab. Hit that. You're going to see all the reels pop up. As you scroll through them, if they have an arrow pointing up, it's a trending sound. You're going to get more engagement if you use that sound. If you just see a musical note, it's not a trending sound. It's just showing you the song now. Same on TikTok. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that. But, nah, fam. I'm like, and let let me shout out some some black entrepreneurs, too, because... I know. I just shout out two two white dudes. Who's a big who's business? A, uh, yeah, shout out Greg Parker, big business. I ain't never seen big businesses doing this. Hey, <laughs> he the furthest thing from. He ain't even giving you those captions. <laughs> he in the hood with the cell phone footage. Like we recording. He be like we re- and he put his finger. You we recording. I bet. <laughs> shout out, shout out, big business, Greg Parker. If y'all don't know, who big business is one of the one of the goats, and one of the goats in the real estate game out of out of Philly too. Uh, Greg Parker, big business. Look him up. I can't think of his IG handle. Like it's big business, but he got a lot of Z's in it, <laughs> and maybe maybe even an underscore in that joint. <laughs> no, I don't think it's under. Whatever it is, it's a lot of Z's. And business don't got one Z in it, y'all. 
And he got a lot of Z's in that joint. <laughs> and I know if I got fake pages everywhere, he probably got fake pages everywhere too, especially with all them Z's. Make sure y'all catching the right the right number of Z's. Like I just I just got my my screen man on. He got two Z's, two E's, and three S's. <laughs> so the one with two Z's, three two Z's, what? Two Z's, <laughs> two E's, and three S's. <laughs> two. So the big business with two Z's, two E's, and three S's. That's the right one. If y'all hop on the one with three Z's, that's probably it. It's two, two, three. Just remember. And, and before I get off of this too, y'all. I I would I just want to say this because I do have a certain respect for the scam pages. And and this is why I have a respect. You know, I get scam pages all the time, bro. I get fake pages all the time. I get messages in my DM literally every single day of people notifying me that I have a new fake page, right? Mm-hmm. And this is where the respect level comes in because the scam pages is doing everything that I'm Telling y'all to do to make money. Y'all don't do it. The scam pages do. They produce content every single day. They're responding to comments every single day. They're, they're responding to DMs. They're making sales and closing. You only even post, make content, say nothing about your business. I, Even though I'd be like, dang, I hate that this person just scammed you. Uh, last week, somebody's, somebody got scammed out of $600 from one of my fake pages. I asked, we we said, no, it is tough that they got scammed out of the $600. They have not even bought one of my products. Mm. So you think, so you thinking that you can do business with me and get a quick flip. Yo, yo, give me, send me $600. I'm going to send you back $1,200 tomorrow. Bet. Hey, right now, I'm riding horseback in the rainforest with a group of high-level entrepreneurs, all six, seven, and eight-figure earners. The thing is, is that while we're here enjoying our life, we're all generating income right now because we know how to monetize our IP, our intellectual property. The problem is, is that you either have a gift and you don't know how to monetize it, or you don't know what your gift is. I want to help you tap into that gift to where it's you can make income while you're just living your life, enjoying the fruits of your labor, and making income literally 24-7. Go ahead and tap in and join me at the top. It's crowded at the top. But I got an ebook that teaches you 99 ways how to make money off of social media for $47. You, you ain't buy that. I got a five-day digital asset challenge where you get to spend five entire days with me. You go VIP, you get a bonus day, six days with me and get all the game. I, I charge $5,000 an hour to get on the phone for coaching. You can be with me for five days for 300 bucks. Don't get that. I do have a $5,000 course, but whatever on that. But you don't, but you don't tap into none of that stuff. I got a community where you get access to me weekly, plus access to other six, seven, and eight-figure entrepreneurs and a network of hundreds of entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs to network with and build with for less than a dollar a day. It's like $27 a month. I give you four months free if you sign up for the year. 
It's less than $200 to get access for the year. You don't, you don't tap into that. But you quit to give the scam page $600. Because the scam page told you they'll give you whatever the next day or something. Man. Then you DM me, woe is me. I got scammed by one of the one of the Aston CEOO underscore OOO page that that has that has uh eight thousand followers and and thirty-two posts. And all 32 posts was posted within the last 24 hours. <laughs> but you see the mentality of these people? Like, I feel for some of them, but then other ones I don't feel for you because I'm like, I give people, I give you no excuses. Mm-hmm. There's something at every level that you can tap into and get real game and get these testimonials I, I have. They're not... you. You, they're not just pop, popping up out of thin air. It's people getting the information and applying the information. But people out here getting scammed by all these people's fake scam pages and stuff. When it would be what it, you could get more value for cheaper. Mm-hmm. But that would and even if and even if the. I know, but even and but even if the scam page, even if the scam page did come through with whatever it was that they're telling you that they're going to give you. It's a one-time pop instead of you knowing how to do this for yourself over and over and over and over and over and over again. But I'm like, I'm like, I gotta, I I do have some respect for the scam pages. Like, nah, I don't, I don't respect how you get your bread, but I respect that you, the scam pages is taking my teaching more seriously Then the then a lot of people. I, what do I say, bro? I say I say you need to take social media seriously. You need to post at least three times a day. Scam pages is posting at least three times a day. My fake mm-hmm. pages. So you need to be active in your stories every day. My scam pages they're active in their stories every single day. I say you need to promote your business every single day. My scam pages are promoting. I'm, my fake business every single day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get a comment come in, if you're able to, especially within the first five to six, seven minutes of the post, engage with every comment. The scam pages are engaging with every comment that comes in. Mm-hmm. Even if it is a yellow Yo, when thumbs you, up. <laughs> when you when you get up when you get a DM, because the scam pages they're doing all the business in the DM. They're closing people in the DMs. When you get a DM Respond to that DM. I'm at the point now I can't respond to every single DM. But respond to the DM. That could be a customer. See what they need, what they want. These people that are sending me screenshots of the combos that they're having with the with the scam pages. They're doing the work. They're responding to that DM that comes in. They're not, they're not hitting the hitting the client when the request comes in. They talking. They letting you know what's what's available. They seeing what your wants and needs are. They seeing what you what are you here for. They telling you what they provide and what they about to do and they closing you. You won't even do that with your business. Hmm. How fake pages do more work than you, but you won't be successful. Hmm. They would probably be going live if they had the ability to go live every day. They probably would. That's something I tell people to do. 
they they just they, there's just no way to fake a fake the lot. Yeah, not shit. Scam, scam. But ask, but people need to ask themselves, y'all. All these all these scam pages that y'all see, and I do appreciate the daily messages. Let me know that I have fake pages. I I know it's just something that come with the territory. As you all build your brands, you all will get fake pages pop up all the time. There's gonna be absolutely nothing that you can do about it because when you report it, they're gonna hit you back within the within forty eight hours. And say we found nothing wrong with this page. They have not. They have not violated any community guidelines. They're gonna sell you that a hundred percent of the time. That's why I don't even report them no more. Which is crazy. I've got messages like a hundred times of this page has not violated any community guidelines. You say this this page is impersonating somebody. Who's it impersonating? It gives you an option: me, somebody I know. Some other figure. I say me. Sit there, got my profile picture, the same as that stuff that's in my bio. Some of them may change it. I got my phone number in there. Y'all give me a t uh, shoot me a text, 859-605-3297. Some of them will have a different phone number in there. Uh, I saw a couple of them. They got a different phone number, so people are texting the fake, the fake mm -hmm. pages. And... Uh, Whatever they don't do, we found we found that this page is not violating any community guidelines. I've got that like a hundred times. I was like, all right, we cool. But it it just comes with the game. Just think, everybody's stuff gets. I saw I saw my real estate, uh, my my real estate ebook, uh, the ninety nine ways to flip houses without no mm -hmm. cash or credit. You know how many places I don't seen that for sale. Okay, I'm gonna send every single one of them. I'm gonna cease and, cease and desist, and nah, man, like yeah, it, it happens. We just had a whole episode talking about how Lil Wayne and all his music was getting bootlegged. Like it just, right. you get to a certain point, it happens. You know how many Nike? You know how many fake Nikes is out here? Fake Nike, fake Gucci, fake Louis, fake everything. But that's what I'm saying. Like it ain't. What you supposed to be? Oh, everybody's bootlegging my shit. No. <laughs> at first, at first, it throw you off. At first, you be like, "What?" And you be like panicking, like ah. But then you be like, "They ain't making no bread off of that." Because, yeah. because of, of my marketing, everybody's coming to get it from from me. They don't know where to go find your bootleg. Whatever joint, Man. I saw that I saw a real estate ebook up a couple weeks ago on something. I don't even know how I came up to this random site, and I was like, "Huh, <laughs> <laughs> what they were selling it from?" I don't even remember. Mm. But I was just like, "All right, never heard of that." Like I know they ain't getting no traffic. Man. But it's funny just the mindset behind these people because I'm like, you can make your own stuff and follow the blueprint of you see my marketing and go do the same thing. Mm. But 
It's just like so many people put so much thought and effort into doing, into scheming. Or so many people put so much thought and effort into hitting a one-time lick, mm. which is why the scam pages work. Obviously, they're working. People want to make, make scam pages all the time. Literally today, bro. I can't make this stuff up. And this is how the scam pages do. Because you know I told you I'll be studying everything, bro. I study the scam pages too. These scam pages don't just, they're not just pages of me. You see this? You see this page that this person put up? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? You see mm-hmm. him? Mm-hmm. Audience? I don't know if y'all can see him or not. I don't know if it's on focus. I don't know. But look at all his content. Mm-hmm. You see his content? It's mm-hmm. me, right? Mm-hmm. You see the caption? I mean, the bio? It's my bio. Mm-hmm. You see the followers? What do you got? 11? 11.2. 11K? Followers? Hold up. My, uh, my nighttime mode just came on. So let me show the, let me show the audience real quick. Again. So if you see this, you see this guy? This is how the scan page is You see this guy? Whoever he is, y'all see that's not me. I don't know if this is focusing on that. 11,000 followers. You just bought them all. Yeah, I see his content. It's me. The bio is my bio. Right now, it was a, even his uh, handle's different. Now, it says something. I don't know if they can see that, but you can see his handle something. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Somebody screenshotted this and sent it to me. Probably didn't realize by the time they screenshotted it, dude, it just changed it. So right now it's a, it was a fake ass and CEO page. He just changed his profile mm. picture. Mm. Whoever that person is in his profile picture is probably about to be the next fake page that is gonna be. Right, right. The fake pages don't just make a fake ass and CEO page and that's all it is. Mm. Some of them that's all they are, but the people that's really out here doing it, or maybe that's what he looked like, or he just by the chance, but the people that's really out here doing the fake page stuff. Mm. The fake pages aren't just the ass and CEO page. They can they'll do what they can with the ass and CEO page. Then move on. And then when people get hit get hip to it or if it, then they or they get what they need from it or a lot of people get to notice that it's a fake page, mm-hmm. then they change it and then it, it's somebody else's fake page. Yeah. Then then that same page would be a a a him 500 fake page tomorrow. And then the week after that, it might be a fake Nehemiah Davis page. No, Neo ain't going to get a fake page. He got a blue check. Don't nobody with blue checks got fake pages for the most part. Uh, See, cause but you get what I'm saying? I just I just, I just, just went in the, uh, the IG. So Prada Jones is like somebody for real. He got 219,000 followers. Yeah, so I said, so it's that, that, so shout out to whoever you just said, but that URL that they're using now is about to be, it's about to be that page. They just ain't changed the pit, they just ain't changed the bio and the, and the, um, and the photos and stuff yet. But they just gonna delete all of, they just gonna delete all my content. 
post a whole bunch of the new guys' content. They already got the eleven thousand followers that they bought, and now it's gonna be now it's gonna be a fake page for that person. They gonna post up twenty something, thirty posts in the next day or so, so they have the content up there. The people that are getting scammed don't even take the two seconds to scroll down to see. Oh, he just posted thirty posts today. Yeah. And that's how it goes. When he gets done with whoever that Jones do that you said, they're going to change the picture, delete all his content, and it's going to be a fake Myron Golden page. Then they're going to delete his stuff, uh, delete his stuff, change the profile picture, then it's going to be a Alice Hormozy page. Yeah. Then they're going to change the profile and just keep on keeping on. That's one of the reasons why some of them don't get taken down because it's like, you said this page was imitating ass and CEO. This is a mm-hmm. this is a, a this is a David Shans page. Yeah. No, it's not. It's crazy, crazy world, dog. And that and that's where the respect comes in. Like I said, I don't respect how they make their money, but the. The strategy behind it, I respect because I'm like they're putting in more, they're putting in more strategy and planning than you. Where you, where you all over here, I'm giving you every, I'm giving you every way, shape, and form I possibly can to get the information. Mm-hmm. The people that get scammed intentionally choose to not get the information, to not tap in. And they get scammed using stuff that I could easily coach you and teach you how to do for yourself. Right. And and make recurring income versus thinking you're going to hit a quick lick. And your lick that you're sending these people money for, it ain't even no lick. It's $500 we're talking about, $600, $1,000. There's one lady that told me she sent $600. This was like some of her last. I'm like, I'm like, and I got something, I got something over here that you can tap into and get, you can talk to me mm-hmm. for a dollar, a less than a dollar a day for some cents per day. Yeah. $27 a month is what? $27 a month is... $324. She sent she lost $600. You can get access to this crowded at the top community. $27 a month. It's mm-hmm. it's less than what you got scammed off of. People sending me messages, yeah, $400, $300, $600, $700. Like, bro, why ain't you just joining community? Mm-hmm. Cuz you could just pay for the year and then come out under 2. <laughs> yeah, pay for the year. Uh, a year. Uh, you you sign up for an annual membership. It's one ninety seven for the year. Mm-hmm. You get four months free. I'm giving you every opportunity, bro. The ebook forty seven dollars ninety nine ways how to monetize your social media. You come out way way cheaper. 
challenge, a VIP, a VIP ticket to the challenge. You spending five days online with me, where you get an hour Q and A session before the teaching each day. VIP day bonus also, so you get an extra bonus day. Six six days with me. I charge five thousand dollars for an hour coach for an hour for an hour personal coaching. Mm-hmm. You get five days where I'm breaking down the entire breaking down the entire game. Stuff stuff that I charge thirty right now thirty five thousand dollars for for my mastermind. You can get you can come and get it for five straight days. For three hundred. Still less than what you got scammed for. Yeah. But like you said, people don't want to. That it's information's on me. Executions on you. They don't want to execute. Mm-hmm. So they so they see the two. They see the uh, the oh great. I can S and CEO said that if I send him this much money in crypto, he's gonna send me back this much money in crypto. What have I ever said on my platform about crypto? Yeah. To whereas you feel comfortable sending me six hundred dollars worth of Ethereum, and I told you I was going to send you back twelve hundred dollars worth of Ethereum tomorrow. Like man, some people, I, I hate to say it, but some people deserve it, bro. Like, come on, man. Yeah. No, Ask and talking to Ask and CEO's talk is talking to you through the DMs. Especially the first, bro, you hear how I talk. It don't even be on some how I talk. <laughs> bro, the, the screenshots they send me, bro, it be on some, it be on some. Greetings. How's your, how are your um Yo what up? Right now I'm out ATVing in the rainforest with a group of high-level entrepreneurs. I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur. My mentor, Nehemiah Davis, Listen eight-figure entrepreneur. Listen to me, y'all. And I don't even want to put him in a box. I know you teach 99 ways how to get into real estate, how to use OPM, but this man is gonna teach y'all just entrepreneurship, period. How to get in the game, stay in the game, and get that six and seven figures, man. This man constantly investing in himself, putting himself in rooms. This is why he's on that next level. This is why he's been making this uh, type of impact for so many years. But now that man coming out and helping y'all do it. So I'm, when Blake said, yo, I'm about to go crazy, I said, I, I'm looking at it. So listen, if y'all interested, getting your money right, right? Getting your time back and be able to scale and grow your businesses, Ask the CEO, Blake, don't, I'm telling y'all, don't even look, don't look nowhere else. When you told me the 99 ways, though, Pete, this, I never heard nobody say 99 ways. Right. I heard about one. You heard a couple. Two, three, four, five, max. 99? 99. <laughs> yeah, okay. Y'all Crazy, y'all. Y'all. But hey. I really don't, 99 ways? It's impossible to fail. Most important thing y'all can do, get in the room. So. A lot of stuff online gets misinterpreted. That's a, and that's especially why I don't like to do um like if, if somebody got a problem with me, I don't we not text. Mm-hmm. Because text can be missing misinterpreted too. Yeah. Yeah. Just off of the just off of the way that I actually talk, 
I say yep, and I text yep all. You text me all the time, bro. I text yep all the time, mm-hmm. like with like two or three U's with a P. Mm-hmm. Yep. What if I somebody feels some type of way about what I'm saying, and I'll be like, "Yep, all right, I got you. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It won't happen again." I could really be saying, "Yep, all right, I I understand where you're coming from." Mm-hmm. It, it won't happen again. I text that. Yep. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. What is he? Uh uh-uh. uh. He going Yep. All right. Because you don't hear it. It's open to interpretation. So I'm like, that's what I. That's what I'm realized with like short form content. So it's it's open for interpretation. Mm-hmm. And then, and then also a lot of the comments and stuff be. Um, I said something about something. Everybody killing me for right now. In my comments was something about some post about credit cards. But you left out this and that. I'm like, you don't got the whole. I I, I probably talked about it in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Y'all realize this is a. You only have this much time on the on the on the clip. You only got this many seconds for the real. You only got this many seconds for the TikTok. Man. I know the reels go up to 90 seconds or something now, but 90. ain't nobody tuning ain't nobody tuning in for no 90 second reel. And the only reason they doing that is because TikTok just gave just <laughs> Like I said, they're not doing anything original. TikTok just opened up to where they can get they giving you a couple minutes, but ain't nobody hopping on TikTok to watch no couple minutes. Ain't it like can't you post some ten minute shit on TikTok? Yeah, it's like long form, but ain't nobody yeah. going going on there for that now. But they want to start taking uh, some of YouTube stuff. Man, if you want to know what TikTok. If you want to know the future of TikTok, I wish I could think of it off the top of my head. This may have to be something I talk about next episode because I can't think of it from the Asian version or Chinese version of TikTok, which Americans, we so dumb that we're calling it the Chinese version of TikTok, whereas TikTok is the American version of the Chinese version. Mm, mm. But we'll be there like, oh no, the Chinese version of TikTok is this and this and that. Yeah. No. They made an American version or they made a version for the rest of the world to use. Mm-hmm. But we'll call it, we'll call their version the Chinese version. Yeah. No, there's the original. They watered it down for us. If you go see what theirs looks like, it's it's way different than yeah. what ours is. So I'm like, the future of it, if people want to see what the future of it could be, go look at the the OG. Mm. They got long form content. They got they got all kinds of stuff over there. Yeah. But still though, I'm like I'm like at most I'm cl- at most I'm clipping up sixty seconds at most. 
A lot of stuff ain't even 60 seconds. It might be 42 seconds, 23 seconds, whatever. Yeah, yeah. At most, a 60-second clip. You can't get that in depth in 60 seconds. Not at all. But I don't mind it because it be driving the engagement where people be like, oh, but you you, did, you failed to mention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you can't mention everything in 60 seconds. And even in the episode, even in the podcast, I could talk six hours about something. You can't talk about everything. What more do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, I can sit. I can sit there and talk about flipping a house, or or you did. You didn't talk about. You didn't talk about. Uh. You didn't talk about how to install floors. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know you wanted to do the floors yourself. 